everybody and welcome back to Pregnancy Prep, my podcast about pregnancy, labor and delivery and everything else that comes after. This is episode 8 on Lokia. My name is Ainsley and I'm your host. I am a registered massage therapist as well as a birth and postpartum doula here in Ontario, Canada. And I am here to quickly and effectively answer any of your questions about pregnancy, labor, delivery, postpartum period, parenting, anything I can help with. If you do have questions and you'd like to ask them, please feel free to reach out to me using my Instagram. On Instagram, my handle is ainsleyk.rmt.doula. So that would be A-I-N-S-L-E-Y-K dot R-M-T dot D-O- U-L-A. Um, the whole point of this podcast is to answer the questions that you have. Um, most of the questions that I've been answering thus far have been from Facebook when I reached out and asked my community and my friends and family. Um, I haven't yet got any questions from you guys, the listeners. Um, so please, if you have questions, nothing silly. I don't have to include your name if you don't want me to, but reach out. I would love to answer your questions so that I know that you're actually getting something from this and you're getting what you need from this. Um, So let's jump into it. Like I said, um, today's episode is episode eight and it's on Lokia. Um, And for this episode, I I do always try in all of my episodes um, to use inclusive language. Um, But for this one, because I have to speak about organs and genitals um I might I might make a mistake is all I'm saying I might um say something that accidentally excludes a certain demographic and I just want to say right off the top that I absolutely am not meaning to um if I accidentally make a mistake and you do feel like maybe I did a misstep here uh please please let me know so that I don't do it again Um, But for this specific episode, I will be referring to the genitals and the organs um, by cervix, uterus, vagina, things like that. Um, But like I said, this is my first time doing this, so I'm still learning and I really don't mean any disrespect if I do make a mistake. So, what is Lucia? Lucia is the vaginal bleeding after birth and what happens during pregnancy is that your pregnancy hormones are going to thicken up the uterine lining so that it can be stronger and it can help support the placenta and so there's all this extra blood and extra tissue now dead tissue mucus bacteria all these things that have built up in the uterus And then you will have delivered your baby and delivered the placenta. And all of that stuff has to come out. And don't forget that when you've delivered your placenta, that means that it has fully detached from the wall of your uterus where it has been connected to you. And that's how your blood and your oxygen and everything like that goes from you to the baby is because the placenta is attached to the wall of your uterus. And then through the umbilical cord, it is attached to the baby. So... This has now been removed. Um, It has detached and that leaves 
quite a big open sore inside your uterus. So not only are the walls being shedded of all this extra blood and mucus and tissue, there is also an open wound that is healing. So that is where all of the blood is coming from. The blood is going to be at its heaviest flow during the first few days right after the baby is born. Right in the beginning, the blood will be bright red and it will most likely have clots. And the clots could actually be a lot bigger than you might be anticipating. So this is something that you should be prepared for ahead of time. Um, some books say it could vary between a size of a quarter to the size of a small tangerine. Um, ask your healthcare provider about it. Um, ask the nurses or the midwife or the OB uh, before you leave the hospital if they specifically have like a measurement that they're asking you to look out for. So sometimes people say if it's the size of a plum that you should be calling your healthcare provider. Um, so you should know what your healthcare provider, what their measurement is and what their their standard is for calling if they're concerned. Um, the general idea of what Lokia is, for the most part, is pretty similar to what a period is. Um, but this is much, much heavier. For most people, this is going to be way heavier than your average period. So your normal tools that you would use, like a tampon, a panty liner, a pad, they won't be sufficient. You will bleed right through them. Um, so it's always good to get the hospital grade level pads. Um, not only are they thicker and more absorbent, um, they're also longer. So they'll be able to cover a bigger space um, and last for a longer amount of time. Um, and when I say bigger, I mean much bigger. So you don't want to be, um, relying on like cheeky little underwear that you've been wearing pre-pregnancy. Um, you either want to get the mesh underwear, some hospitals provide it, some don't. So maybe look into that pre-labor if they do provide the mesh underpants or not. Um, if they don't check the hospital gift store, cause some hospital gift shops actually do have them for sale. I know ones in Ottawa do. Um, and other hospitals in Ottawa actually do provide the underwear. So again, just checking with your hospital. Um, and if they don't have it or if you're unsure and you don't want to check Amazon, you can purchase the mesh underwear. And if you don't have any interest in the mesh underwear, just invest in a little bit more high-waisted full coverage underwear, preferably cheap and dark so that you can just throw it out after all of this. But you will want something with more coverage so that the larger pads can fit and help absorb and keep the mess down because you're going to be tired and emotional and you just don't want to have to deal with any mess or accidentally ruining a piece of clothing or furniture or something that you, you really love because it'll take a bigger toll on you than you're expecting at that time. Um, I even know some women um, have reported just wearing adult diapers just to kind of keep everything uh, safe and to avoid having to kind of remove the pad and replace it every time you just switch out the diaper um one thing to keep in mind actually about this a lot of the time after labor and delivery you're sore and you're tired and you're dealing with an infant so you'll be sitting and laying down a lot and it's important to keep in mind the shape of your uterus so when you're laying down the blood could be collecting in kind of the back part of your uterus 
like the part that would be kind of against your sacrum. And then when you go to sit up or stand up, it's possible that all of it could then rush to the opening as if you're dumping a cup upside down. And so it's not uncommon um, to experience kind of a gush of blood when you're standing up. And so like I had mentioned with the underwear, like you want to stick with dark and comfy and you probably won't want really good sheets on your bed. You might want something a little bit cheaper or older just in case there's any leaks or mistakes or anything like that just to avoid, again, kind of an embarrassing moment when you're already feeling hormonal and upset and very, very tired. Um, the length that this can last obviously varies from woman to woman. Um, through my research, I saw that the the smallest number of days was 10 days. That is incredibly low. I, uh, I think that's pretty rare. Um, the more average would be that this could last from three to six weeks. Usually by the six-week point, it's down to just light spotting. It should be decreasing as time goes on. They actually have it split up into three different sections. So the first three to four days are the rhubar section, and that would be dark red blood. Um, the second is serosa, and that's a little bit more pink, a little bit more brown, and that would go from four to ten days. And then alba would be the last section, and that would be whitish yellowish blood, and that would be from the 10 to 28 days. So this is completely normal. Everyone goes through this. It's important to be aware that it's happening ahead of time so that you can be prepared. Um, a lot of women say heading to the hospital when they're packing the birth bags in the diaper bag. They will place pads, painting liners, um diapers, whatever you're choosing to wear, just so that it's in there, and make sure to replace that um, as you use it, so that if you're ever out and you don't have anything on you, at least you've got your backup in the diaper bag. Um, while this is all going on, remember that during pregnancy, your uterus grew quite a bit, and so there are going to be contractions after labor that are bringing your uterus back down to its usual size. So that can be uncomfortable and painful during this time as well. Um, another question that's actually like really, really common is will it still happen after a surgical or C-section birth? Um, yeah, it will. Um, but most times after a C-section, you're going to have less lochia because while the uterus will have been manually or will have been opened, it will have been manually cleaned out during the surgery with a swab um, because the hospital staff is trying to ensure that all of the placenta and the membranes have been removed. Um, so they're doing a bunch of the cleaning. So a lot of the times that bleeding lasts closer to the three week mark or less than the six week mark. I think I mentioned this in the beginning, but I've got it with a big bright star. So you should not have scented pads and you should not wear tampons. This is very important because, again, these large clots are happening um, and you have to be able to keep track of it to tell your doctor about it. Again, if 
the clots are too big or too often, you need to be aware of that. And it's easier to track that and safer to track that with a pad. Um, if you are soaking through a pad in one hour or less, you're going to want to talk to your doctor. Um, what we're looking out for essentially with that is hemorrhages, right? Um, and so if that heavy, heavy, heavy bleeding and that bright red bleeding lasts more than the first one to two days, you're going to want to talk to your doctor. If the bleeding has slowed down and then increases again, it's a possibility that you're doing too much and you're being too active. So you want to slow back down and contact your doctor again. Um, in terms of smell of Lokia, it shouldn't be much different or much worse than just a regular menstrual cycle. Um, and so if you're finding that that is more or worse or it's changing throughout, it's another reason to call and contact your doctor, your healthcare provider. Um, oh, and then one thing that I've heard from moms that you might want to be aware of is that if you've been stitched up due to a tear during labor when you're picking pads you want to pick something with a very very small weave because some pads that have larger weaves could get caught and um, pull on a stitch and that would be incredibly incredibly painful um oh and then the last thing that has been recommended again by moms is to use the peri bottle um peri bottles are usually recommended by healthcare professionals. Most women know what they are, but if you don't, I'll tell you. It is a little squeeze water bottle with a long straw at the end. Um, the straw is in the shape of like a seven. What it looks like, honestly, is what a water bottle would look like for a hamster or a guinea pig. Um, and so you would flip it upside down. You'd be holding the water bottle in your hand. There would be a long straw and then a little bit of a, a curve or a bend and another short straw. Um, and that way, when you're peeing, you can squeeze water onto your vagina, which will help dilute the urine so that if there are any um, stitches, cuts, anything like that, the acid levels in your urine won't burn your skin. Um, but it's also helpful when you're dealing with the lochia because it helps clean everything out. Um, and just kind of make you feel a little bit less icky. Um, I mean, that's honestly it. That's all I really had on this topic, but I thought that it was a really important one to touch on because more than one person actually, um, when I reached out to my community said that no doctor ever informed them that they would bleed after giving birth and considering it lasts for six weeks, that could be pretty terrifying to not know that that was going to happen and also wildly inconvenient if you weren't prepared. Um, so I hope this helps. I hope you learned something that maybe you didn't know before. Um, and like I said at the top of the episode, please, if you have any questions, I would love to tailor this to what you guys want to hear. So reach out to me on Instagram. Um, I hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, night, wherever you are in the world. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you.